We got uh, my guy Alan Newsom here. Uh, we was going to do a test, and the test kind of turned into a uh, actual live podcast because he had some time. I got some time, so I just want to get it in. So I posted up a little bit about a week ago. So, Well, actually, about two weeks ago now, or three, I don't know, man, uh, saying he was going to be a guest on here. And uh, he's the first guy here with the um, – uh, the the what's this the the Skype chat and everything so XSplit is pretty cool for the guys that they're looking to get done definitely get an XSplit and that allow you to like do everything streamlessly so I got one camera I don't have to have two cameras it takes the feed from the Skype our conversation it puts everything up there and I, you know believe Skype to Skype is a uh, voice of IP so it's free unless you got want to do the actual phone phone call to landline and everything so anyway uh, that's what we're working with today I did get some new mics in and everything but I want to I'm gonna save those for a little bit later. Um, got them from Amazon. I got some uh, soft boxes coming and everything for when I got the guests in here. I can have it more lit up and everything. So, um, in, in like in advance, excuse the uh, noise in the background. It's pretty rainy and windy here, and I'm in an aluminum shop, so pretty much everything vibrates and, and makes uh, sounds and squeaks. So anyway, we got uh, Alan over here waiting, as you guys can see right here in the bottom left on my side. And uh, let's go ahead and introduce yourself, man, and where you're from. Yeah, my, my name's Alan Newsom. I'm originally from Macon, Georgia, which is uh, dead central Georgia. Call it the heart of Georgia. Uh, yeah, man, uh, long car advocate kind of guy. Got my hands in just about anything when it comes to cars. And gone for a couple years now and met him in person uh, back in 17. And so here we are. Yeah, dude. It's like crazy, man. So much time is... Uh... So much time has went past, man, and like like you said the other day, man, it kind of rung true because we we've been talking, but it's kind of been more of a um, it's been more like more like business, you know, business focused and business oriented, and like we, I mean, we talked here and there about you know certain things, but it's like one thing I I noticed, man, is how much we have in common as far as our, our drive, as far as like what we come from, what we sacrifice, and stuff to get to where we are today. And the thing about it, as much as we've done in this industry, we're not like we're not even. And my thing is like not even in final form, like people would say, man. So it's it's just uh, like I says, uh, really good to meet you know guys in the industry like this and people like you keep me going uh, when I'm like you know getting tired, which I mean it's rare, but everybody's human. And when when you do get tired, it's like man, I know Alan's working, I know he's grinding, so I'm gonna get up and do what I gotta do, man. So yeah, man. Likewise, man. I know uh, you know. I just see you on the grind, you know, you're always on top of something, you know, coming out with the latest and greatest uh, bills, you know, whether it's something with the cappuccino or it's, uh, you know, a whole nother bill as far as uh, getting your customers taken care of, man. So, yeah, you definitely keep me on my toes as well. Um, but, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know your full history, but I can tell it's pretty similar to, to mine, man, where nobody's going to hand you shit. You just got to go out and get it, make no excuses. So, yeah. I think we meet meet in the middle right there. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. And like I said, initially the, uh, the my thing with the whole business is just making. Uh, I like to make every purchase count. I mean, in this industry, I was telling a lot of guys in the last uh, video I made. It doesn't matter like what level you get to, how much you have in the bank, how many sponsors you got. You're still gonna spend money. Like I mean, you go, you could do F1 or NASCAR. Everybody got to pay for those tires. Everybody got to pay for whatever you got to pay for. Um, it's not it's not giving out. And in, in this industry, man, one thing is I, I tell my guys, I try to make every purchase count. And, you know, naturally having a buddy like yourself that's selling, you know, you, you, you produce and put out the uh, uh, safety gear. Like, why would I, you know, why would I give my money away to another company that has no interest or no uh, regard to my honest, you know, my, my, my real progression? And yourself, when you got Bridge Moto and you have uh, Toge Technics there, definitely a, a, a no-brainer. And where I'm going to put my money into, man. So it's just kind of been, you know, the biggest thing I was saying, like, I mean, since we met, I haven't really been doing my own thing. And those cars I've been turning out, I just kind of turned them out and sold them. So now that I'm going to be coming back this year, man, definitely you guys out there will see me uh, with the bridge motor seats. You always seen the gloves in all my videos since, I think, since 2017. And uh, definitely one thing you guys see all the time is the, uh, the, the bridge motor jumpers, man. So as far as your products, man, um, how did you get everything started there? Uh, you know, I was working a, I wouldn't say a dead-end job. It was a decent job. Um, but I, I had been away from the uh, racing scene, the driving scene for a while. And, you know, I had talked to my, my girlfriend at that time, my wife now. I was like, man, I really just miss, you know, being around the car scene, driving and whatnot, all that stuff. But I'll be honest with you, when I got into cars and racing, I, I was doing it illegally. So, I was like, man, I can't go back to that. I got at that point, I didn't have much to lose, but at this point, I did, you know. 
So uh, long story short, I got into us man, I want to do something. So initially the business was started um, just to create racing shoes. And so our idea and our scope was just to make a cool racing shoe, cool designs, different colors like that. Um, and basically I had a guy hit me up and say, man, I need a suit and shoes and whatnot. I said, well, we don't do suits, but uh, we're working on our prototype with the shoes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so he just asked me to come through with the suit if I could help him. So I made, a, I made something happen with the guy that supplies me all the materials, you know, right off of the bat, and, you know, he was happy with the suit. Other people at that program event was like, man, I really like this suit. It's got its name on there. It's got logos on there. Uh, how do I get one? And I didn't even think we were going to have that type of interest. So, you know, I just played with it. I was like, yeah, yeah, we can work with you. We can make it happen. Just give me some time, da, da, da. Built those contacts and literally started off. We took care of probably four or five, six drivers out of that program event. And we just built the business going on. But we really just started with SFI Shoes, man. Uh, and that, that, that initial investment, uh, we, we invested uh, $1,500 when we first started into materials and, and, and a prototype. And we got robbed on that first investment. And that's all the money we had. Like, no joke. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing man right there it's like a lot of people I just got I just had a conversation with a guy and I was telling him man like that initial when you get when you get a company man and you want to get started man that initial jump is is a, is a risk because you don't know if they're going to deliver or you don't know like how soon they're going to deliver and stuff like that man so yeah, uh, that's just that's a risk out there for anybody looking to get into it man so uh, what, what, yeah what, so right off of the bat red flag right we lose 1500 bucks over a period of three months understanding that, oh, I'm going to deliver next month, oh, I'm going to deliver next week, oh, I'm going to deliver, it's going to shit the next day, nothing ever came through, basically just bamboozled us, but we were, you know, we were green in the industry, we didn't understand what was going on, so, you know, we had, a, we came to a point, a crossroads where we say, you know what, we're not going to do this, we're not going to try to start a business, or B, we're going to learn from it, and move forward and save up some more money to do it again with a legitimate person, but we said, you know, we were, we knew we knew that we messed up where we didn't verify our sources, so we went to SFI directly the second time around and said, "Hey, what people can we partner with that can supply these materials that have proven to be successful with your guys' testing housing?" And then when we did it that way, boom, we you know we were we were in the game. So don't give up if you really love it. Don't uh, give up, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's that's like again, man. I I still got the um, I never put. I'm I'm actually gonna do that because I just remembered it. Remember when you guys came here and I did the uh, we did like the kind of the talking yep. about how yep. you guys got started. I got that video footage still from, so I, I I'm gonna cut that together, man. I still got it. I need to cut it together and put it out there, uh, because that was uh, that was around the time when you you guys came here to drive the um the uh, MRS and stuff like that, man. So definitely put that out there, man. Like I said, I, I know like I knew that much, man. It, it's just good for the people out there who who don't. I uh, know you guys' story and, you know, to see where you guys come from, man. I know it's a lot. I mean, it's so much more you can delve into on that, man. But, like, the biggest thing, you know, I, like I tell people here, man, it's like when you see products here, I always buy them first, like 100% up. And I tell the people I'm going through, uh, I want the products 100% up. That way I can test it first and then I push it to the customer. That, I don't want to push nothing to the customer that, you know, you know what I mean? It's not, um, it's not proven. Well, I'm not. I'm just saying, like you know, yeah, it's good to go because you're giving me 15 or 50 percent off or stuff like that, man. So in this industry, again, man, a lot of people assume that uh, we get a lot of stuff for free or whatever because we're in the industry and you know people know how it works roughly, but they don't know how it is uh, inside, man. So uh, going on that, man, like I said, I know you got you know again the safety gear stuff is pretty on lock. Everything's going good. One thing I like with the safety gear, man, is you always got um, you, you always you don't like just put your stuff out. You're always like innovating, like every year you got some new stuff coming out, new designs and stuff like that. So, uh, what was like for Toge Techniques? What was the your your I guess your not the motivation purpose, or the purpose behind it, but what was the inspiration? Yeah, behind the stuff, uh, Toge Techniques. So, obviously, the whole safety equipment wasn't to get in there and make money. Obviously, because it's a tough industry, man. We are literally like the only mom and pop of the safety game. So. It's a long road to, to success, but uh, the whole point of the safety equipment is to be around racing, right? That's what I want to do. I want to, you know, be, have a legitimate right. source. Obviously, I can't do that if I don't have a, a car to race. So the Toge Techniques came about 
is that within where we were storing all our products, there was a little one-bay area that I, I was working on cars, no lift, you know what I mean, jack stands, that type of atmosphere. Um, but I knew that I wanted to market my abilities with cars as well without pushing it over to the bridge moto because it would confuse our customer base. It's like, wait a minute, are they a shop or are they safety equipment? So right, the, right. Yeah, right. So, so, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so the Togi Techniques was inspired basically about showing kind of like an open door to what I enjoy as far as building a car. It's not only safety equipment. That's how I got started. Right, right, Roger that, man. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a good a good thing, man. And also it parallels into, like, it, it's a smart move, man, because you're not, it's like that the, you definitely got the safety gear on lock and everybody's like, all right, we don't do the safety gear. You're like, you know, go play bowling. So, I'm going <laughs> to race cars, man. So they see your cars. And, and then I, I'm pretty sure when people were coming there to buy stuff from you, they seen the cars there and they were like, so who car is that and stuff like that. And it's kind of the same the same way here with the, the, uh, as far as my shop, whereas, you know, the, the guys that come here and see all these cars, they know, like, oh, those are customer cars. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, nah, yeah. those are my cars. <laughs> and it's like, you know, the customer <laughs> car is on a lift, or maybe I got one outside queening, but never more than, I. my thing, man, is I never stack customers because I just don't like the man. Look, man. And also, <laughs> it don't send out that good, it don't send out that message to the others, like, oh, you just stack cars, you don't get shit done. Like, nah, dude, I got one in the bay. One outside is coming in the next day, and that's how it is, man. So, but yeah, man, it's definitely a good move, man. I believe you know it's it's definitely a not a waste. And uh, then you got you know two you know you got two different you know incomes coming in where you got the safety gear. Where I mean for you, how does the the safety gear does it peak uh, more in season or or before uh, season? Man, the thing about races, as you know, man, they are procrastinators. I love you guys, but you're some procrastinators for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's an in season yeah. thing, man. March. March to uh, end of October is our busy season. November through uh, February is our survival season, I call it. So uh, right now we're starting to crank back up, yeah, yeah. get get everything rotation. But it's not that's not an off season for me because I already know you guys are going to need suits, helmets, gloves. So I'm starting to stock that stuff back in from you know selling down over the year, uh, and also just working on new products. So like we just dropped. Our uh, JGTC uh, wheel and suede. We only had that in a genuine leather. Um, we we dropped the shoes two months ago, and and those have been great sellers. And uh, we're working on some new designs, some new gloves. Uh, yeah, man. So it's it's never a down season. It's, it's a full season for me, but for our sales, uh, it's a March through end of October type of thing. Yeah, that sounds good, man. Like for the shoes, like I say, the a lot of guys know it would hit really good with the uh, with those uh, your the Japan base, like the Japan uh, flag, like the imperial style flag, and then they had the American style. And when I got down to um, Yaku- uh, not y- Yokosuka, but the uh, Sakuba. And with the Sakuba, man, like you know, besides that Subaru, they, everybody was like, "Dude, those shoes are nice, man." It's like you see an American, the only American there. <laughs> well, not it was the only other Americans there, but the only guy there. That's not Japanese. Well, nobody had them. They had like a, you know, these badass Japanese flag shoes on. And they're like, man, where'd you get these from, man? So it was pretty cool uh, to have those on and people to see those and everything and get those th- uh, stuff out there. So for, I'll say for 2019, going into the season, man, what is your, I would say your your biggest, uh, biggest product you're looking to push? And also what, for that product, uh, what's the, what was the purpose behind that product? And oh, that's product? a great question, man. Uh I would probably say uh, our biggest push is going to be the uh, seats. Uh, we do we do a great job selling our seats, um, but we want to get more exposure. And I think the seats is the biggest emphasis because you can't stand in the car. You know what I mean? You can have shoes on, gloves on, all that stuff, but you at the end of the day, you're sitting in the car. And once you're once you're sitting in the car, you think about everything else. Oh, where are my harnesses? Where are my gloves? Where are my shoes? Where are my where's my steering wheel? So if we can get you into our seat, then we're going to take you for the ride on the rest of it. So, For your seats, do you offer like the uh, – because that, that's one thing for me definitely when I do mine, man. Uh, is there like a general like a general guideline as far as like, you know, people's – because everybody's built differently, differently. Like, I mean, us, we're, we're a little bit bigger. One thing is like, you know, speaking of seat street, you, know, <laughs> you need a seat, man, because that thing like – huh? like that, that seat, man, is like – yeah, I got my cell phone in it, and my cell phone stopped me yeah. from sitting in the seat. Cause it, it caught on my pocket and it just like held me up. So like that, he was like, "Yeah, uh, Gaijin Dame was pretty right. much mean Gaijin can't sit here." So yeah, every time I every time I get a car, man, it always has like a a little baby seat in there. I'm like, "Dude, we we can't fit in there." 
But, uh, yeah, so you definitely got to get the seat over here or send it over here before you come. Uh, but, but you say for your seats, like, do you have, like, a, uh, like I guess, a small, medium, large, or? So, basically, we have five different seats. They're all named after Japanese tracks. But based out of those five seats, depending on the type of racing you do and the size, your size, um, we can cater it, you know, for the driver. So, for example, uh, our Sendai seat is great for a driver that's uh, a 30 to 34 waist max versus that seat variant, if you were to go to the mine seat, it's basically the same structure and uh, design for the same type of racing, but it's good for a 36 to a 42 waist. So, yeah, we basically we have a, a, a standard and an XL kind of size for each seat. Uh, we just named them differently, and we, ch we changed up the design a little bit, too, because, you know, it's hard to take a, a small structure, sleek design that's made for a small guy and scale it up, and it still look the same. So we got to kind of change it up a little bit. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing, too. I mean, you got – for I mean, the market here, I mean, they, in Japan, it caters towards the Japanese because that's, that's what they hear. They don't really make anything for, you know, Americans. And I, that kind of even goes into the car itself, like – I mean, dude, I don't know how you, with all the uh, detachable steering wheel, the RX-7, I got to, like, put the seat back, and I got to, like, slide <laughs> into it, because I can't, I, I can't just, like, get it's into tight, the car, man. man. It, that, the 300ZX, S2000, S13, they're not bad, the R32's somewhat, and is a little bit bigger, so, like, you know, most of those cars are crazy, then, like, guys are like, yeah, you got the cappuccino, but the cappuccino's weird, man, I'm, I'm five. 10 or 511 or whatever you want to call it 235 pounds and i actually fit better in a cappuccino than i do yeah man an rx7 or or, or a uh yeah, it's, it's crazy how that thing's built you know i mean pretty much there's no room for error there so you know there's there's literally nothing behind the seat but a, a glass but uh i fit in it better than i do the rx7 with a rear seat and everything so that is true that's true i got a sw20 right outside uh and i uh, drove his and again you know it Got the little the little incline back there. He had a yeah. sub back there, so can't really put it back. But yeah, man, it's it's crazy how some cars are designed. But in, in a nutshell, overall, they they're all still not really designed with the uh, yeah with yeah. us in mind. You know what I mean? Like the bigger engine, even the engine bays, man. Like I see like a, the guy stick his hand in there and like was like, nah, I can't put my hand back there, dude. Like, it's, <laughs> it's gonna get stuck. Yeah, so it's like it's crazy. It's crazy the difference in the. The uh, the make it then also you take that in retrospect to in America, you go when I came back to Texas in 2000, um, I believe I went to when I went to my one of my three tours in Iraq, I came back to Texas in 2009 I believe and I didn't I haven't well 2010 sorry about that um, and I haven't driven I didn't drive in the states in almost three years, so when I came back dude I didn't realize how big like, dude, there's Escalades and Suburbans and shit everywhere dude and I'm like dude. I just come from Japan where there's like little K cars and yellow plates and all that stuff. And uh, I had to sit, I was at a right. Hertz, Hertz, uh, Hertz rental. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I was at a Hertz rental and be, I had to, I watched traffic 10 whole minutes, dude, before I can go out there and engage. Cause it was like, it was just totally different. And then they're going, they're going <laughs> the other way. And then I'm like, dude, yeah, man. So it was, it was pretty crazy over there, man. So like, and I mean, speaking on that, man, what's your, um, I know, I mean, we talked a little bit about your trip to Japan and everything. In the spring of 2020, so next year, uh, spring, I'm thinking the spring would be a little better because we came fall last time. And, uh, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, Definitely. that's kind of like an open season. There's a lot of test. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more test days in the spring than there would be in the fall, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's more days, and then also, like, when you go up this end, we got ESP, which is pretty much, unless there's an event going on, it's open open session, MSP. Uh, I mean, of course, it beats you. I mean, so, I mean, pretty much when we get here, we get the car, we can, I mean, I don't know if you guys plan on uh, coming up here and then going down or coming down there and trans, trans, uh, transporting up. Either way, I can load up the Evo, and we can go down and everything. So, I mean, we can hit, pretty much hit up. We can start up here, and uh, depending on the time and everything, the cool thing, while, while the women doing women's yes, stuff, sir. we can do men's stuff. And, uh, but the thing about it, the thing about it for both of us is both of our wives are in the car. So That's it. Like, They're going to be like, man, you going to drive? You know what I mean? So, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, but that maternal instinct kicks in, man. And, like, you know, I got I, I got a, a bunch of other uh, female drivers that are really good. At, and they just hit that switch, man. When they have a kid, it's like, whatever. They don't care about it, man. So, I talked to uh, Emily at Power Vehicles and uh, Tamika Kubakawa. Well, Sugai now, if, uh, she was, you know, formerly a Team Orange. Uh, she got two kids now, man. It's like she she's one of the best drifters in the world, female-wise. 
And she's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll get back to it when I can, man. So at any rate, man, uh, definitely we'll organize that stuff and, um, you know, make the trip worthwhile. The cool thing is, like, I mean, you have a car of your own that's here set up and everything, and then we could do all that stuff, yep. uh, get everything pre-set up. I know, like I said, I know the biggest thing you want to do is that <laughs> get that seat in there, man, because I can't, I know, I can't fit yeah. it. I know you can't fit it in, man. So, and also, 2020, uh, the spring, you know, the Olympics are 2022. So the uh, the that that's gonna be a that's the better time because summer is gonna be it's gonna, gonna be, bananas, be traffic yeah. everywhere, man, especially in the. Uh, yeah, because yeah, the, the, the Tokyo Olympics. So it's and I don't like going there anyway on a regular day. So the, the Olympics, man, it's gonna take a long time to get anywhere. So we'll be hitting the back roads up when we go down that way uh, to get where we got to get because those those it's gonna be packed, man, no, no doubt. But the uh, but yeah, man. So for the Evo Evo Four, what's your uh, I mean, what's your plans for this one other than you know what we talked about as far as the electric? Oh uh, man, for us the Evo, man, I really want to clean it up uh, aesthetically. Um, it's got some big ass stickers on it right now, yeah. but uh, <laughs> that's a, that's an easy fix, yeah. right? So, um, it, I mean, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty uh, mechanically sound, man. It's got uh, the coilovers on there, I noticed, and um, other than that, man, I really want to just put some nice, really good sticky tires, uh, a nice set of wheels on there, um, as well as upgrade the brakes and uh, as far as the pads and whatnot. It's got a, it's got the upgraded Brembo's already, so. You know, it's more so, a, yeah, yeah. So it's more so a, a aesthetically, you know, uh, some good tires and wheels. It's more the performance. Everything else is aesthetically clean it up. Uh, it's you know, and then uh, just make it a really reliable track car, man. So I'm bringing up a picture of it right now, and just trying to testing out this thing right here. So yeah, we got the uh, yeah. Can you, guys, can you see that? So you got the uh, you got the Evo Four right there. So yeah, man, it's pretty. It's pretty. I mean. I, I passed it. The thing about this thing is I passed this car like a few times, like uh, like not a few times, a bunch of times, man. I passed it up uh, driving every day towards it, man. And I figure like, you know, I, I don't even ask, ask anymore because they'll, um, they'll say like, yeah, man, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to build it or whatever. And I mean, now that I have the shop, I'm kind of that same mm-hmm. guy. I'm like, Hey man, I'm going to get to it, but I am going to get to my cars, man. You know, you know, it's kind of like the business stuff and I put those to the side and, and eventually I'll get back to him, man. And it's like right now, you know, it's kind of bad. But I got, I got the cappuccino. I got the S2000 I got back, uh, which I'm going to re-turbo because Ramon took the turbo off. And I got the S14 sitting outside. So I got about right now, I got about as far as real builds, only I think I got about three in in progress. You know what I mean? So far as yourself, <laughs> man, what builds? I know you got the. You know, yeah, definitely want to talk about this one, man. I know, I know it's on the top of your mind. So the. The, uh, the, the, uh, what's that, the RX3 Dude, yeah, that's... you just picked up, man? So what's the, when you want to get, RX3, man, it's one? probably going to, uh, you know, I'm going to still keep my structure on what I said I was going to do in my mind to what's going next, you know. So basically that is uh, my FC. I've got an FC build that I'm doing, a 13V roof swap, big single uh, turbo. So I want to get it done. I've got everything uh, from the hall tech setup all the way down to the drive line, all that good stuff. But, with once that's done, nice. I want to get on the RX3, man. So uh, my goal is to start it in the summer and have it ready to have it aesthetically and, and uh, ready to go on track probably by the beginning of 2020, man. It's my goal. I want to take my time, go through it, nice. you know, because this is an old car. At the end of the day, it's a 45, 46-year-old car. So there's going to be things that I want to do to it and just to make it perfect that may not be noticeable, you know. Yeah, definitely, man. That's the that's the one thing about um, as far as his old cars, man. You know, I got the uh, DR30 for example. I've I've had it since 2000, I think 2010, and um, that's when I was still like going, actually about 2009 or something like that. I've only driven it maybe five times, and then you know, I mean, I I um, did the JCI on it, then that expired, and I got it running, and then as soon as I got it running, man, like you know, the gremlins started coming out, man, like uh, electrical stuff. So I was shooting the wires. Then I, I pulled back the harness, man, and half the harness, you know, like the old corroded, yeah. the wires, they were, there was, there were just the whole harness was corroded, man. So it was like almost going to catch on fire, and it was, it's like you know, I had, for example, in the headlights, I had a, uh, on the right side, I had about twelve point five volts, and on the left side, which is nine inches away, there was ten point five volts for the same circuitry. So it was a, it was a voltage drop due to the, uh, you know, the wiring, the wiring being bad, and it was just like green wires barely connected it was um uh, so pretty much now i got a whole body harness 
And that, that with that whole harness, it was from a lower mileage car. And I believe it was garage cap, so pretty much I got to take that apart, go through all the wires, make sure there's no corrosion. And that's the stuff with old cars, man. A lot of guys, they just they want to LS swap it, and then the damn thing is rattling apart in front of you, man. So, yeah, man, that's de definitely looking forward to doing that, man. I know you got the vision. I know you got. I know you already know what it's going to look like, and then you'll be able to go back and give that guy a yeah, ride. Yeah, man. man. I'm going so, uh, to have him. I told cool. him I'm going to have him come out, come out to Road Atlanta, which is my local track. And he know, he knows that track better than I do. Yeah. If I've ran it a hundred times, he's ran it a thousand. So, you know, I told him come out, you know, yeah. to one of HPDEs. I put him in the seat, and, we'll, and he can take it out, man. So, you know, and that's the cool thing about it, you know, is that when you take when you get in a car from a guy that has thirty years race experience and probably half of it in one car, and be able to take it to what you envision it to be at the next level. It's kind of cool that he's still there to be like, well, this yeah. is like when he was walking me through the car. He's like, hey, you know, this switch, I set it up on this, and uh, I got two, I put two fuel pumps, one on the left side, one on the right because of the slosh. And da da da. Just, it's kind of, kind of cool to get the feedback on how he did it, you know? So that's dope. I was like, <laughs> you know, it's just an upper leg on how I'm going to go about it, you know? Yeah, that's actually, man, that's actually, uh, is, you know, most guys go with the search tank, but putting one on the left and right. I guess that's, you know, back in the day, you say if he was racing it back then. I don't know if fuel cells were probably legal or they weren't available or, or I mean shit you can get a fuel cell now for about mm -hmm. you know two hundred bucks and that's like a you know NHTS was Naira Naira the Naira uh, rated or whatever FIA rated man you can get one of those with the foam and stuff in there so back then they probably didn't have those available so that was that was pretty cool man left and right it's like I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick a <laughs> fuel all the way right pick one in the middle too man so but that, that's pretty dope man so yeah man definitely um. You know what I mean? When I come there, man, I definitely look forward to, uh, you know what I mean, if, you know, definitely look forward to meeting him and, and uh, chopping it up there. And, and uh, definitely we're going to do that thing with the uh, – I'll, I'll talk to you offline a little bit about this, what I got going on right now, not not for online. Uh, but, yeah, just, just acquired another car. And, uh, and once things mature, I don't like to put it out there until everything's matures and I got it, you know, in, in lock. But uh, right now, you know, like we just talked about before, man, the little barter thing with the – I don't barter with my prices – but I do barter with, like, you know, if somebody got something I want, I got something they want, go. we can definitely swap it out. But far as, like, you know, you know, as far as my, my labor, like, you know, not not right now. I can't really be bartering for my labor stuff, you know what I mean? So, you know, we what we got set up with our thing, man, is a, a different thing right there. So it works out for us. But as far as the customers, they got to, you know, it's this boundaries. We're business partners, so a little bit different for us, man. But, but yeah, man, so far as, far as the rest of this week, man, what do you got going on for – at the shop uh, and stuff like that. So I'm finishing up the VG30 ET build, um, getting that back to him. Speaking of barter, yeah, that was one when I actually did barter because uh, he's painting my 8.6 right now. So he actually, it, uh, yeah, it works. It works. If it I works. didn't know the dude, I wouldn't do it. But I, I knew him and I've seen, he's painted two other 8.6 that a buddy of mine owns. So I saw the exact car, just a different color. I know he's capable, so. Uh, I said, man, that's a green light. You know, he just—it's you know the energy when you when you're around certain people. You know, like man, I don't know if I want to barter with this guy, but you know, it was the right vibe with him. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> he's done every. I mean, he called me over and said, man, I, I sprayed the under 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 the hood. Just put your eye on it. Tell me if you like it. Be honest with me. Da 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 da. He walked me through the whole thing. Make sure, you know, that I like it before he sprayed the whole car. So he's doing it right, and I'm doing him right. So it's working out. So I'm finishing that up. And then I've got uh, a buddy of mine in Florida. He's got a, a FD. You probably saw the red one that's sitting in front of my shop. Um, so I'm doing yeah, a uh, a rebuild for him and and getting it out. Obviously, he's a he's a customer. He's my buddy, but he's a customer too. You know, there's no free rides around here. So um, yeah, but uh, yeah. once I have him done, then I'll be able to get to some of my stuff. But until then, you know, it's, I got to take care of both those guys. Yeah, that's that's a that's a great great point right there, man. It's the biggest thing I see, and even with us, man. Like you know, the biggest thing sometimes. I mean, I know initially there was uh, some like over email because email is like there's no there's no you know there's no, right. no emotion attached to it, and it's like oh my how is he saying this or and it's like man I you know for you man and anybody actually my emails are just because I'm like doing all this work I'm like this it's just no fluff <laughs> so it's like the bare bones and then. Most people used to like putting like, and that's one thing I, I really respect about both of us knowing each other, man. It's like, you know, what I mean, we give it, we tell it how it is, and there ain't no excuses behind it, man. And most people, you know, they already got that excuse 
already like ready to they already got it in their po- their back pocket like well this was this because and this and like for us man we just get it done and you know don't put uh, put, put no excuses out there so i mean there's there's times when there's an explanation for things but i mean excuses to me is like you know you just people weren't prepared and you know going on the business part man you know, a lot of people feel like, you know, you do business together or whatever, you know each other, like they're, you know, they get, they get informal and then like when stuff happens, it go bad and it's like between you and the guy in the A6, I'm pretty sure you got, you know, documents drafted up and bill of sales and all that stuff, whereas most people be like, nah, we don't need it and it's like, you know, it's not saying shit, shit's going to go bad, but it's like just in case, you know, some shit happens or whatever, like, I mean, case in point, I mean, I don't even know, you know, we, it was all on Facebook, so I mean, it's out there, but that the deal with the, um, uh, I guess the guy buying the transmission stuff from you and then like didn't really know what the hell he was getting into or maybe he he broke something and you know stuff like that man where people just they, they just they're always looking for a way out and a way somebody to blame and I, I kind of felt bad when the people were get, going at you like that because I know you man like I mean I'm getting to know you but I know the core of how you are and I know that's that's not something you would do uh, intentionally man if you want to speak about that we can if not we can we can no man uh that situation, you know, I take full responsibility for that situation because at the end of the day, I didn't document properly like I should have. Uh, and it's one of those situations where you always need to take pictures when you, when you take something apart. And I pulled, you know, I pulled everything apart. He wanted the whole kit. The whole kit in itself had, like, uh, it had the trans, it had the clutch, the fly, custom flywheel, drive shaft, mount. So I'm pulling everything apart and, you know, I examined the clutch, but I didn't pull it and fully disassemble it. It's a multi-piece clutch and everything. So, man, it looks good. I'm throwing it in the box. I'm getting it all right, done. Right. Boom, I ship it out. I don't hear anything from the guy. I Actually, excuse me, I take that out. I don't ship it out. I take it to the guy. Have it all in a box. He's able to check it, see it in person. No problems. I hear back from him in two months saying that the clutch is not usable. And uh, I'm like, man, you know. From my examination, quickly putting it, looking at it, putting it in the box, going through everything, everything was working fine. I had no reason for it to be damaged because it was in a working car. I was like, damn, okay. You know, I was like, man, well, we, you know, let me know what you want to do kind of thing. And he was like, man, you're trying to, you know, Jack, and I was like, man, you can get a replacement clutch uh, as far as the disc. That's not a big deal. And, you know, it went all south from there. And basically, you know, he wanted his money back. I sent him his money back you know, through PayPal, and that was it. But it was a lesson learned on my end because I didn't document properly. I didn't check every single little detail of the clutch like I should have, and, you know, you move forward. But that's the thing about business, man. You can't can't get hung up. You just got to learn from it and move forward. Yeah, but even even still, like, I, I look at it on, you know, and how most people, the thing about it is, like, buddies and buddies. Of course, his buddies are going to speak up for him and, 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 and uh, you know, and, 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 and I guess – get on his bandwagon or his side. But the thing about it, man, something something that costs that much from a consumer aspect, I don't wait two months to open it up, man. So that, and I've had that happen before where I sold something used, like, and guys know stuff is used. Um, and then guys, they'll get it two, two months, three months, and then they'll throw it around and bang it around. Like, dude, like, it was working when it got there. And then they throw it around, bang it around and stuff like that. And then also, you know, the, the stuff, used parts. So, you know, eBay, I had the same thing kind of one time, and the guy burnt me. He didn't send the stuff back, and I, I was really concerned about keeping my eBay eBay thing 100% right. the uh, feedback. And the dude, I, I just took pictures of it. I'm like, dude, this is a used OS Geiken clutch, used. He got it there, and he was like, well, and I showed him pictures of the thickness and everything. And he said, you know, well, I thought it would be newer than this. I'm like, dude, you've seen the pictures. And then uh, he started going on a rant. I'm like, look, man, I'll, I'll get you another uh, another OS guy can replace and rebuild overhaul kit. So I got him a brand new uh, the pressure plate, and I got him the uh, well the mid plate, and I got him the uh, disc. And then I, the deal was he was going to send me the old one back, so he never sent that back. So in a nutshell, I got burnt. The dude deleted his account. So I'm you know that guy out there if you're <laughs> watching, man, I hope you're enjoying the two hundred dollars worth of parts that for screwing somebody over. And if I see his name again, I'll definitely know it is. I'll not do, do business with him. But, yeah, man, it, it, it happens, man. I mean, case in point, I mean, nobody's perfect. I sold a lot of wheels. Um, I did a set of wheels to a Mercedes guy. And um, we, we still talked when everything. It wasn't a, a soft deal. But he was a, a, a Mercedes-only dealer for wheels. So he knew right. like, every little aspect about it. I never sold a pair of Mercedes wheels. And he was like, hey, man, I checked. I mean, I took pictures of everything. I, I genuinely looked. But I didn't look like with a microscope. Microscope, 
And he's like, yeah, man, it, it cracked. They crack around the. Um, I guess you know the Mercedes has those stupid uh, those lugs where right. you put them in, you know, inverted lugs or whatever. So he uh, he was like, yeah, man, did you check like on a back pad on this part? I'm like, nah, I man, I really right. didn't. I never <laughs> on no. I've sold a lot of wheels that never happened. And then, sure enough, man, he got they got there, and um, I I lost. I mean, between the 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 yen rate and everything, I lost about maybe four to five hundred dollars. Plus, I refunded him. Plus the fees and everything, man. And uh, he shipped me pictures, and he won. He was he was respectable, man. He's like, yeah, man, nothing wrong. But it, you can see the cracks right here. And I was like, I was just like, fuck, man. And then I, uh, then I, I was like, <laughs> all right, man, let's go in and box them up, send them back. And then I resold before they got back here. I'd already resold them to another guy because I took the pictures he gave me. I'm like, hey, man, this is a situation. So I, 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 I made about, you know, I made a little bit of money back, mm-hmm. but I still, it was a loss overall. But you know, what I mean, think about it, man. Even if something like that's that right, wrong, yeah. Nobody's trying to intentionally screw people other, over, versus man. Versus other guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it happens. I mean, that's you know, when you're dealing with used parts, man. That that's, you know, even when I mean, that's why one thing I I put at the bottom of my mind, man. It's like you, you see the pictures I took, which are are uh, very explain explain they explain what's the, the the quality. I tell guys before I pack it up because I don't pre-pack it. Like, hey, man. If you want, if you want any specific pictures, let me know right now before I box it up because I'm not taking it back out the box. So I mean, stuff like that, man. It, it sucks, and um, you know, I mean, it, it, we live and learn. You know, we're not perfect, but not saying that we can't strive for excellence and stuff like that. But the um, yeah, man, I know you'll be good with that stuff, man. So, but yeah, so I mean, it hasn't been any contact from. And you just moved on, and I took it as a lesson learned, man. To, uh, and that's the thing too is like, you know, I took it as if it's a big item, big ticket item. From, from now on, you know, we're going to do it in person. We're going to examine everything. I did that in person, and I still got bit. So, you know, but from going yeah. forward, you know, it's going to be, you know, examine all you want. Here's a here's a piece of document saying that you accept it as is as you examine it and give me cash, and that's it. There's no, there's no, no BS, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Man, it sucks, man. It sucks. Today in this age, we have to be like that. Uh, because, you know, we got the internet out there, man, and it's like you can work for years. Like, I mean, again, I've been doing this 21 years now, and it, it could be one person. I mean, well, in retrospect, it's so I, I've got so many satisfied people and people I've sold stuff to over the years, Zilvia, 240 Club, Nico Club, all those, you know, all those places where if anybody tried to tarnish my name, and I'm pretty sure you got the same amount of people as well, and myself included, uh, that you can, like, hey, man, I need people to vouch for me that, I'm a, you know, I'm a good seller. Because if it went to that point, it would it wouldn't have got much far because, like he doesn't I guess he didn't right. know who he was dealing with fully, and uh, you know some guys out there man they don't know who they're dealing with fully and it's like you're not gonna be like oh you do you know who I am like right. that's kind of lame to say to people I've said it to a couple people before and you just like I look like a dumbass but it's like I got enough customers out there satisfied they'll be like dude I spent 4k with this guy and everything he did what I loved and you know what I mean so it's it's it is what it is but it's just. With the internet now is is good because we can get stuff out there, our products, but it's bad as well because people they can just ruin your name overnight, man, and, and make it one sided, block you and stuff like that, man. So was I mean, far as you know, kind of leaning on that, man. Uh, for your business, uh, social media and everything, man. Is it's uh, I mean, how do you feel? Is it impacting your business at all? Does it help or yeah, man, yeah, uh, social media, definitely, man. We're uh, pretty much ninety nine percent social media based as far as our marketing. And, and how we, you know, drop our products, how we promote. Uh, and it's been nothing but positive, you know. I mean, just, you know, based on feedback and getting, you know, sales and things of that nature, you know, it's, it's definitely our go-to for as Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we do also, you know, a little bit of magazine marketing here and there, but, you know, it's pretty much solely based on social media. So definitely success with it. Yeah, man, that's dope, man. Well, that, that's, I mean, speaking of that, I think, I still remember, man. Like you, you, you made. Did you contact me first? Why contact contact you? I can't remember, man. How we, how we initially met. I think you sent me an email or something like that, and it was like, yeah, oh, man. I think I was. Uh, you had just opened the shop, and I think I like hit you up, and I was like, man, that's really cool, you know, congratulations, kind of thing. And uh, I was telling you that I wanted to come to Japan, and that I was coming, and <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you hear that all the time, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're 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 maybe uh, I think you're maybe for the Come to <laughs> Japan crew. I think that to people that talked to me before, maybe like three out of like the last fifteen people who said 
And uh, one guy was actually the first guy was uh, Anthony. He, he formerly of Injuku. He worked there, and he's my guy. And uh, he came over here with his girlfriend. I think you guys were the second. And then a few other people had they didn't come to Japan specifically to see me. You know, they 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 just they they knew I was up here and they came up here and stopped in and everything. So it's pretty cool uh, to see that man. And again, it's kind of you know we that was basically man. I'm pretty sure you've seen something on social media. So I mean, this is cool, man. And we uh, think benefit from it on a positive side of it, uh, not putting out the drama and everything we post. I mean, and realistically, everybody got drama in their life, but constantly putting out there online and like hey my life sucks like nobody really wants to hear that because everybody else got yeah. a hard life you know what i'm saying so uh, that's what i mean when I, when I see from you man it's always positive always positivity uh never any negative stuff man so you know that, that's why i like that and you know uh right there case in point for those guys out there watching man social media can be a great thing if you're allowed to be and it can also be a very damaging uh demotivating thing if you're allowed to be as well man i know you mentioned uh, the other day, man, I, and it kind of took me back. He was like, you got to be careful uh, who you listen to, man. Can you, can you explain a little bit about that? Why you said Oh, yeah, that? man. Uh, it's true, man, because if you think about it, you ever, you, I'm sure you put on some type of music. Like, just say, for example, you put on crunk music, F this, F that, da, da, da. And next thing you know, you're in traffic, man. You're like, somebody cuts you off. You could, that's exactly how you feel. That's exactly yeah. how you feel, man. And, and I started listening to more instrumentals uh, just because – it didn't have that same vocal message, you know what I mean? Different tones and beats can put you in a different uh, mindset, but at the same time, it's, it's a lot more relaxing, a lot more calming. And, yeah, you got to be careful what you listen to and, and what you read because there's always subliminal message in there, man, that's going to get your mind on a certain track. And it, when yeah. you thought you were going to have a good day, now you're having a shitty day and you don't even know why. Because you was listening to that, or, or you read something, and it, it triggered in your mind, it may have brought up a bad memory, or it might have uh, just made, make you paranoid, or uh, you know, self-conscious. But at the same time, man, it's all of how you feed. You feed your body, right? And however you feed your your mouth is how your body reacts. Same thing with your mind. How you feed your mind is how your mind reacts. So. No doubt, man. That's uh, actually like uh, while you mid talking, man. It kind of brought the image of uh, Mary Rachel posted up a video of you. Um, you were like outside in the rain with a garden hose or something like that, and you're like you're no, screaming was, to some chant was, or something like that, man. What were you, <laughs> no, that's good, man. I was at my old shop, so uh, basically what I was doing. I, I got a good friend named uh, Harry, man, older cat. He gave me uh, some aluminum tables that basically like uh, cooking tables that are commercial style and he gave me a uh, a rack a cooking rack that's uh commercial size so i use them for parts right and working on my stuff because it's free yeah. and so i was basically degreasing them uh with a pressure washer but it's <laughs> but it's raining oh, yeah. as i'm pressure washing and then i was like you know what it's me against the rain right now and i was like and i was like come on come on man bring it you know so i was just kind of Kind of messing around, yeah. but you know, it's just just having fun, man. You just gotta have fun in everything. Yeah, and I, dude, it's all in the mindset, man. Like it's you know, it's you know, in a, I know people are not supposed to brag about like how le how much sleep you don't get because it's not healthy and stuff like that. And I'm kind of making a conscious effort to get at least six hours of sleep. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of difficult, but uh, definitely getting more of that. But um, you know, like sometimes I come in a shop, man, day to winter. You've been, you guys came here in the winter, so you, oh, yeah. you felt how cold it was, right? So the uh, I mean I and that was that was actually it was yep. just getting it wasn't even yeah, really in the thick of it yet so I mean dude you come here man everything is freezing everything is brittle everything is cold and you know sometimes I come here at four in the morning dude now just like this this is I don't know what it is man and I think I I pull it from sports it's just like you just let out this roar <laughs> man you just scream and you just like it's like let's get it let's get it started man and it's like I, one time I was doing it and somebody was coming to check the meter and she looked inside like. Do I need to call the cops? And like, nah. But yeah, man, it's like that self motivation and like, and like I'll say to myself, man, I got this or let's do this or whatever. Like last night, you know, case in point, um, I don't know what I ate or whatever, man. But like around three in the three in the morning, dude, we had ate. You know, I already been asleep for four or five hours. Well, actually, about six hours since we ate uh, the last time I put ate something. And uh, man, I woke up, man, my stomach felt full. Felt like I was gonna like you know throw up and everything, man. And I just went on the couch. I walked I walked to the couch. Start doing the cold sweats, man, and I'm like, dude, I got stuff to do tomorrow, man. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, come on, man, come on. And like that mental, mental toughness, like I pretty much made. If I was a weak-minded person, like oh, I'm getting sick, I'm coming down with the, you know, black lung. <laughs> yeah, that should have really, really happened, man. 
and then you, if you if you think it, but if you're like, nah, man, I ain't got time to be sick. You know what I mean? If if you're strong enough, you'd be like, yeah, the sickness will just go away. Because even when I do get sick, I don't know what, how it is for you, man. If I get sick, like I'll be sick for maybe I'll be sick as hell for like two or three days, and then fourth day you like never look like I was sick, man. So like that's true. What you said, listening, what you listen to, what you take into is is fuel for like future events. And uh, you know what, what you've been through, man, to help you uh, get through things, man. So mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, true, my man. wife, she uh, she she's got a little going joke about how I don't get sick, man. She's always envious of it because you know I don't get sick, don't get colds and all that stuff. You know, I don't feel like you know I'm in, I'm not definitely not invincible, but at the same time, it, it's a combination of mindset and willpower. You know, so it definitely it definitely plays a part. So what's your what's your what? What's your diet? Uh, what do you What do you generally eat? Um, I mean, you're not. No, I'm I'm definitely vegan. not vegan or <laughs> I'm not <laughs> vegan or vegetarian or nothing like that. But yeah. uh, my wife, she's yeah, yeah. a pretty healthy uh, uh, person, so we do eat a lot of vegetables. We uh, we try to stay away from a lot of uh, starches and uh, you know high high carbohydrate kind of uh, meals and whatnot, and just try to yeah. try to mix in you know non farm raised stuff so like uh wild caught fish you know uh you know oysters that kind of stuff that are not farm raised you know a lot of seafood and things of that nature i think it is it helps build your immune system you know because it, it has the healthy fats but also the good proteins that you need did you do any high school sports or anything like- i grew up in a uh, a household where if you wanted something you had to work for it you know there was no handouts and i wanted to have a car so you know at, at 15 mm. I was work, I was bagging groceries, and when I turned 16, I went over to Taco Bell because they would give me an extra 25 cents an hour. Uh, but they wouldn't hire me at 15, mm-hmm. so I wanted a car, and my dad made me a deal. He said, "Look, I'll guarantee you that you'll get a ride to work if you give your mom gas money. I ain't gonna be able to take you because of the shift that I work, but I'll guarantee you you'll be able to get to work um, after high, you know, after coming home from school." At, when you work, as long as you pay her gas money every every uh, pay period, and, and that way you can save up for a car, man. And that's exactly what I did, man. I worked at uh, Taco Bell, saved up for a year straight. I literally had a shoe a shoe box that I would put the money in, uh, and I saved up. And my first car I bought was a Honda Del Sol SIR, you know, dual overhead cam VTEC. I mean, that's crazy, man. Actually, speaking of Taco Bells, I just, I just seen that they're, like, rated the number one healthiest fast food chain in in, in, in America. You know what I mean? But, I mean, that's not, it's, it's not hard to believe. I mean, other than I don't know where that beef comes from. Maybe you could tell me where that beef comes from. But it's like it's like a warm bag. I've I seen how they prepare oh, yeah. it, man. So, it's like whoever's like <laughs> You're that. You're trying to get Taco Bell to cover me now. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but now, man, the the uh, yeah, shout out to Taco Bell. If you want to get the sponsors on there and everything, man. Yeah, but yeah, man, it, it's uh, that's definitely, I mean, that's definitely a, a, a different uh, you know, outlook on it. Like in most guys in high school don't want to play sports. Uh, for me, it was the same way. Um, the uh, I did, you know, I was high school. I started summer jobs when I was like fourteen, and Baltimore had a program for that because it was so much uh, violence that they had a youth summer program. So that's my first job. Crazy to see what I do now. I was not in the drifting. My first job was actually cleaning up tires, man. Like that was we we were at a tire site. I mean, like under the bridge, they would throw people would go on the bridge, yeah. just toss the tires <laughs> over the bridge, and then like and I've it was like a, I thought it was always black ground, but it was this dude. I mean, millions of t- tires, and we spent six weeks every day. We would load up about forty containers. Like no, no I'm not BSing you, man. Forty containers. We would load up. They would take the uh, containers out of there, uh, grind the tires up, and then the other summer job guys would put that down for the playgrounds and make it for, like, the kids or whatever. So, like, the rubberized right. uh, playground was coming around. So, you know, and it's like, you know, it's crazy, man. It, for us, again, that grind started earlier where you had that drive to do that, and then I was doing what I was doing because I wanted stuff. And then, like, most guys are the same age. You're not doing that same stuff, man. And then, like, you know, now flash forward now, what, 20 years or whatever, and they're, like, they're still in that same lifestyle, and then we're doing the lifestyle we have, you know, like I said before, man. So it's just it's crazy how that goes uh, hand in hand with the uh, grind, and then where you want to be at, and I think it's you know not saying we know everything about business, man, but I think what we what the drive you have is, can't be taught, and the um, the business ethics and things that we put out for our customers can't be taught either. It's just it's either in you or not. Man. It's a balance, you know. There's definitely innate 
willpower and, and determination that you just it's just part of your personality it's part of your you know uh you know your your alphaness if if that's a word you know but I do also think that you can be someone that is latent and and pick that up and be like, man, I'm just not gonna be a lazy bum anymore. I'm gonna, I got, I found my purpose, so now I'm gonna work for it. So I think I think yeah. you can control it, but I do think just like athletes, man, there's certain people that just they've got that ability. You know what I mean? You, you like a job. I'm a, I'm big in the MMA as far as uh just uh, analyzing it and whatnot. You know, I know you you're in the uh the jujitsu. Uh, yeah, yeah. So definitely. Yeah, but just like a John Jones, man, it just that's innate ability. You know, if you look at the yeah. bloodlines, brothers play yeah, football, NFL. He's a he's a top martial artist. That's some ability already there from from birth. But that's also a determination to be a champion. You know what I mean? Because he could have not sharpened those skills. No doubt. Yeah, and that's that's actually. I mean, you, again, we can we can segue to anywhere you want to talk about, man. But yeah, that's that's a that's a major thing, man. It's and even in the inert, like uh, it's like a given ability or gen- genetics, man. You can't genetics seem like something I guess that was scientific back in the day, but there's no doubt about it, man. You look at all these dudes that, uh, I mean, sometimes it is like some of these uh, uh, athletes. Like I think I think is a dude in the NFL. I didn't really keep up with it, but I think dude was Metcalf, which I know Eric Metcalf played in uh you know NFL. Then this guy he was like two hundred and like something pounds, and so he was really big and ran a really fast forty time, man. So it was genetics, and just like John Jones and him, man. Like the thing about it, it's funny about John Jones is better as good as a fighter he is. He's not. You see his legs are really kind of skinny, and he he can't like they had him on a basketball court. He couldn't really jump high, but at the same time he could do like a spinning heel kick and like knock your face off. You know what I mean? So it's like different genetics different ways and then you know with this whole i know you've seen like like probably the whole uh the, the picogram stuff and all that stuff going on with the steroids it's like dudes like he's just really good i mean and yeah he maybe had a tainted supplement but the thing about it man with or without oh, sure, he's people ass <laughs> it just doesn't really matter you know what i mean so like and that's what everybody needs to get everybody needs to get to like it don't matter if he took if he took zero man he still is you can't train that type of um the mindset you're going into a combat environment, and and I mean again that trend, like the reason I like fighting, and all that stuff, and it, it kind of translates into everything. The mental, your mental, uh, your mental preparation, and knowing that you got it, and knowing that you could do it, man, is the, you know, and the racing is the key, man, because you can have all the sponsors, all the gear, and then you ain't got the mental. You maybe you get into top four against Daigo or Ryan Turek or all those guys, and you're like, I can't do it. You can't if you say you can't do it mentally, you already lost before yeah. they say go, man. You know what I'm saying? So that that's um you know I mean it's a big thing out there your mental preparation man so you know I mean for, how do you think about that far as like racing and mental preparation physical preparation what's your your your, your thoughts oh, and stuff man. like that I, I think it's key you know I, I've driven with a lot of guys that uh they love time attack or they love HPD but they just you say man well, you know let's go do the uh you know door to door with them and they just like they freeze up you know it's like no that's not me it's too much anxiety yeah. <laughs> but for me, you know, I have, I have a competitive nature, you know, so in my mind, I visualize what I'm going to do before I do it. You know, when I'm on it, when I think about what track I'm going to drive tomorrow, I'm, I'm laying in the bed. I, I literally close my eyes and I, and I visualize going through each turn and I visualize, uh, you know, the worst and best case scenario in each turn or there's somebody on my inside or I'm, I'm wide open here, you know, what have I you know, what do I need to work on on that track and what do I have down good? And, you know, I think it's it's definitely a mental drive and a, a perception that you got to have going into it to be competitive, you know, but it definitely helps me uh, visualize before I attack. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a big thing, man. Like I said, I man, yeah, we talk so much, it's so much, it's trying to recall all the conversations we had, man, and it, it just mindset is the biggest thing. As you know, like, you know, I went to Sakuba yeah, for the man. first time uh, back in, uh, yeah, man, so that, and that, that was like, um, to go to Sakuba for the first time in the car, I never drove on that track of that level. And, uh, and again, not the gloat, not the brag, man, but still, I, I, I built that car in eight days. I spent roughly maybe at the max, I think maybe $1,200 max for everything I did to it. And I was able, out of 75 cars or whatever, I was able to come like 53rd best, which most people are like, all right, well, you're still 53rd place. I'm like, dude, but we got GTRs. We got oh, yeah. Hachiro. We got BRZs. We got all these new cars that costs way more than $1,200. And then, you know what I mean? The thing about it, 
the guy's probably good drivers, but the thing, you know, I drove there on a the trailer, so yeah, I have the edge where I don't have to drive home, so I can go like balls deep, which I was. I wasn't going up the track and everything, but again, it's mental preparation. If those guys showed up and yeah. seen all those other cars there, my thing is like, I know the only reason I went faster than the top top guy because obviously the car wasn't at that level. I mean, you know, it's this driver ability. And even Suchia son ain't gonna take that uh, Subaru truck out there and, and drive with the top car, which is like 59 seconds. Uh, so there, of course, there's driver ability, and then there's there's machine ability. Then there's when both of them are matched and equal, and then there's when one, you know, either the driver ability is, is is under the machine ability and stuff like that, man. So I mean, as far as your customers, man, how do you handle when a guy they segue into that? How do you handle when a guy comes in your shop and says like, hey man, I want 800 horsepower and a Gallo 28. And all this crap, man. How do you how do you generally respond? I say to for, what? <laughs> so for what? So <laughs> for what? What are you trying to do? You trying to blow yourself up, or are you trying to drag race? What are you trying to do? So yeah. the way I handle that basically is like usually they saying all that stuff because they either a saw somebody else with bragging about what their setup is, or b they read somewhere in a form this is the ingredients to success. But this is it's just it's fact. You know that's not, not factual. You know what I mean? So. I think understanding what the end point is and then working backwards from the end to the beginning, I can get them dialed in, you know, because I've had a lot of customers come in and say, you know, I want this crazy build, da, 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 and I want to do autocrossing. It's like, well, you don't need six piston uh, calipers to do autocrossing, man. You you know, you need a, a more basic setup, that type of thing. So basically I just kind of dial them back and, and understand what the end result they want to achieve and then, and then go forward. Yeah, man, that's dope, man. But yeah, man, like I said, I, I, this this is supposed to be a test here. I'm, I'm looking at my clock, man. I told my wife I'd be somewhere. You know, what I mean, I, I don't I don't really jump for many people. I don't jump for her either, man. But I yeah. told her I'd be here, man. So this kind of turned into like, you know, I'm glad to get this talking, man. We definitely ain't done. One thing out there, you guys will see Alan a, a lot. And um, before we get out of here, man, sorry guys, I had to run abruptly, but I just checked my clock and everything. Um, there's anything you want to, um, you know, any any events you got coming up, any um, thing you want to plug like that? Import Alliance. Um March 28th to the 30th, basically, we're going to be uh, re-revealing our A86, fresh paint, fresh interior, whole new look of a car, uh, introducing some new products in that car, so come by the booth and check it out. Uh, and then April 22nd is our uh, first big track day that we're sponsoring uh, with Jay Zilla at Barber Motorsports. Hope to see you there. Awesome. Uh, you guys see it out there. So what I'm going to do, guys, for the, those events, I'll get with Alan offline, get the links and everything, and then down in the, uh, the, the description below, uh, you'll be able to go ahead and see those events. Definitely get out there in events. Uh, definitely take advantage of you guys' cars and put all those mods to the test. And, you know, don't not, nothing against, like I said before, not, nothing personally against the car show, guys, man. But, you know, you got diesel race, and then you got, you know, one thing about a race car is is always a show car. Right. So, like, it's pretty cool, man. So definitely go out there and get it on the track again. I'll throw those links down there. Thanks uh, thanks a ton uh, to Alan Newsom at Bridge Moto. Toge Tech needs for coming through, stopping through, taking some time, which, again, was supposed to be in a five-minute test. And we're like a couple hours later now here. But uh, anyway, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe, like, and all that good stuff if you want to. And, um, yeah, man, definitely take advantage of the uh, podcast. Send in, uh, send in questions, and uh, I'll try to answer those to the best of my knowledge. Well, my knowledge, not any, uh, any made-up <laughs> stuff from my Billy Bob cousin, sister, brother type stuff. So, again, uh, see you guys later. Thank you for tuning in. It's going to be Don Jackson signing off from Asawa, Japan. Uh, thank you, Style. Big, cold, rainy day. See you guys later. my way.
Yeah.